Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Recorded live. Today we're focusing on day 15 and to focus on the lover of your soul. That is one of my main attractions, so to speak. I love the love about, I love about teaching about the love of God, the experience that I've had about the lover of my soul. Um, I just love the Lord with all my heart, mind, soul, and strength. And I want to love my neighbors as I love myself. But first, I need to love him. And I want to focus on the lover of our soul today. So this is um, day 15, like I already said. It's impact to fresh insight, the 21-day focus. And um, let's just start with consecrating this time to the Lord. Father, we thank you. Jesus, I thank you for being our shepherd who loves and cares for us unconditionally and with an unfailing love. Thank you, Father, for a deeper revelation and awareness on how you feed, guide, and shield your beloved ones. Thank you for the opportunity to actually see your goodness and to experience your presence and glory. Today, I am casting all of my cares upon you because you love and care for me. I want to be a vessel who can release your peace and presence in any situation because I am operating out of the place of resting in you. Yes, Lord, I thank you that we can rest in you, that we enter into your rest and we receive from the lover of our soul, we receive the goodness of the Lord. And the goodness of the Lord is what leads us to repentance. So, Father, I thank you if there's anything that needs to be repented off, Lord, anything that has been creeping into our hearts, God, reveal it, expose it, so we can repent. And, Father, I thank you for the gift of repentance. I thank you that we can turn from our old ways and turn towards you and walk on the straight and narrow road. In Jesus' name, amen. I absolutely love Psalm 23. Why? Because I live it. I experience it. I really know that he is asking us to come to his table and that he's leading us beside still waters, that he's anointing us with fresh oil and that he walks us through. He takes us by his hand and he walks us through the shadow of the valley of death and it's just a shadow he's walking us through all kinds of trials and tribulations in this world system while we still here um, because there comes a time where there will be no more tears no more pain no more suffering but right now we still suffer we still have issues and things that are happening in our life but he is walking us through it and as we rely on the Holy Spirit, and as we focus on the lover of our soul, we will receive nuggets, gold nuggets that we experience and 
gold nuggets of wisdom that he gives us because we're walking through those seasons with him and we become more mature. And that is what he's trying to do. You know, even Jesus Christ learned from the things that he suffered. He matured because of the things that he suffered while he was here on earth. Even as a boy living here on earth, here he came from, he came from heaven, you know, a glorious place. And then he's living here on earth. But he loved the world so much. God loved the world so much that he sent his only begotten son. And he was willing to walk through this. So um, I just want to encourage you to look at Psalm 23 and Psalm 92:10, especially in the Amplified Bible, and make it your own. You know, come to the waters, come to the fresh water that he has, and come to his table that he prepares for you in the wilderness and receive from him goodness. Um, so press, bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me, Bless his holy name. Amen. But I really sensed as I was praying to ask what I should release for this for this day, day 15. Um, and I was reminded of the book that I've written that I was just published not too long ago. And it's called Golden Nuggets, Divine Revelations. And I want to share something out of that book. And it's on page 39. And it's... Uh, Chapter 10, it's called Running the Race with Endurance. So I'm going to read that to you. During a time of devotion, I was prompted to read Psalm 116, verse 7. And the part about return to your rest, O my soul, was highlighted to me. David knew what to do when he left the rest of God and told his soul to return to its rest. We are in need to learn how to rest in the Lord. And I think this is part of what we we are learning, that we really are resting in him and we're coming to his table and we are led beside still waters and in green pastures. Uh, Furthermore, down in verse 13 of Psalm 116, I read, I will take up this cup of salvation. I asked the Lord to show me what it really means to partake of the cup of salvation. Soon I was in the middle of a vision. In this vision, Jesus stood in front of me with a cup of salvation in his right hand. We were in the garden under an apple tree, and I was gazing at his wonderful, awe-inspiring face. His eyes sparkled with delight, and he had a huge smile on his face. Isn't that nice? I feel him like that a lot. Hallelujah. He's a delight. (laughs) Jesus was dressed in a flowing garment like he wore while living on earth. Then he took the cup, placed it on my lips, and gave me a drink from the cup of salvation. The drink felt like a warm yet refreshing sip, much like a heavy red wine, with a taste of citrus and an undertone of, let's see, woodsy substance. Now, when you drink something, say a glass of water, and you empty it, you ingest it, you internalize it, and it becomes part of you. This drink went throughout my entire body. Every part of my body was affected, even all the way down into my toes. It was electrifying and filled with destiny, yet full of his abundant life. 
Then Jesus took my right hand, and we began to run through the fields, and soon we followed a fresh path. The path was not there before, but appeared as we kept running. A new path of destiny was unfolding. Right in front of my eyes, it was just unfolding. Soon, while still running next to him, I felt like I was pulled into Jesus' body, and we were one. I was abiding in him, and he was abiding in me. See John 15. During this experience, I kept running next to him, but was aware that actually I was in him, and he was in me, intertwined and in harmony with the Father's will and purpose. The cup of salvation was available to me because of the cup Jesus drank in the Garden of Gethsemane. There he spoke words of surrender while in the Garden, hours before the cross. There he saw the cup that the Father had extended to him, a cup that he must drink. Jesus asked if this cup would be removed from him. Nevertheless, Jesus yielded to the Father's plan and design. He drank the cup and suffered, was crucified and rose again from the dead. He overcame the world system, death and the devil's schemes. And you can see that in Matthew 26, 42, and in John 18, verse 11. So it was Matthew 26, verse 42, and John 18, verse 11. We drink, you know, when you think about Jesus is our cup of salvation. We drink his blood and agree with the Father's will as we fully surrender and become one with him and the Father by faith. In Galatians 2.20, in the NIV, it says, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Our soul finds rest alone in him, and Jesus is the restorer of the soul, and he is the lover of our soul, but he restores everything that the locust has eaten. Amen? He's restoring those years that the locust has eaten, those years that you think, what happened with those years? They were just for nothing, but the Lord is restoring every second. Every second he's restoring back to you. And he's turning everything around for good for those who love him and are called according to his purposes, Romans eight twenty eight. So we find rest alone in him. Salvation was purchased by Jesus in full, and it is so-so in Greek. You can see that in Romans 10, verse 9. In the Strong's Concordance, so-so means to save, deliver, protect, heal, preserve, do well, and be made whole. That's exactly what he does. He's making us whole. Body, spirit, soul, and body. All three of us. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Very clearly, we see that it includes salvation, deliverance, protection, healing, prospering and being made whole. You know, my question was during my vision, why were we continually running? You know, I kept running with him. So I'm going to go back to my vision. I wondered why we continued to run in the vision. And Jesus spoke through Paul. 
since we have so great a cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us also lay aside every encumbrance and the sin which so easily entangles us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of faith. See Hebrews 12, verse 1 and 2. We're fixing, fixing our eyes. We're focusing on Jesus. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. He starts it and he finishes it, but it's all in between the beginning and the end. It's all about him. So let's shake off any entanglements and forsake every sin trying to prevent us from running the race with endurance and staying aglow and burning in the spirit. Hallelujah. That we aglow full of the light of Jesus Christ a glow with his glory, shining. Arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Amen. This is what I want to release today. I hope um, this has brought more insight to you. And again, I want to ex- ex- finish actually off with First John 3, verse 1 in the NIV. See that... See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God. So think about how much he lavished his love on you. It is more than you can ever imagine. It's to lavish means to, it's more and above. He is, he's, God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all that you can ever ask or hope for according to the power that works within you, the power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead, Ephesians 3.20. So I leave you with that. I'm looking forward to day 16, which is a focus on the overflow. God bless.